Hello everyone, my name is Hala Schmink and I am a senior here at the University of Colorado Denver. I am graduating this semester with a bachelor's in science and public health with a minor in psychology and then on top of that a certificate in health communications. So this is actually my first ever podcast that I've ever um made but I do listen to quite a few podcasts throughout my weeks and I've always wanted I've always actually thought about what it would be like to make a podcast but I've never had the motivation or the um the courage to do so but I think this is going to be really nice um just a nice segue into um the topics that we have for this week and just Honestly, it's going to be a nice change instead of just writing a paper. It's going to be something different where I can kind of put all my thoughts and ideas out in a proper format rather than just writing it all out. So with that being said, this week's topic in regards to obesity um, and just our general connection to food um, in our in an in a society where, you know, culture comes in or class or education, I think this topic is really, really interesting. And I just cannot wait to dive into it even more um, for the upcoming weeks. With that being said, um, for this week, there was one particular reading that really stuck out to me uh, by Courtney e. e. Martin called How to Address Obesity in a Fat Phobic Society. And in general, um, I liked the whole reading, but in particular, there was one ask, one uh, or one or two quotes actually that really stood out to me. The first one um, being, "A person's culture, class, education, or even genetics are overlooked in the dogged, uh, pr- dodged pursuit to motivate what too many clinicians see as lazy Americans to lose pounds." Now, this was just like a holy grail for me. Like this was like wow, this sums up all the ideas, all the feelings that I have in regards to this like fat shaming or this idea of like overweight. It just sums it all up because it is so true that we do overlook our background, our education, or just genetics in general. We do overlook that when um, when looking into the health of an, uh, of an individual. I know that growing up, I was always told that I needed to put on a few more pounds, but we never looked at the like background of like why I am the way I am or why I look the way I look. And it was always like seen as a negative, um, as a negative thing. So I know that um, being overweight is looked at negatively and being underweight is looked at negatively as well, but not um, in the same way. And so it just sometimes feel like it feels like there's no balance. Um, but with fat shaming being a lot more toxic and a lot more, um, an idea that's a lot more kind of um, widespread. And so the reason that um, I really kind of like connect with this idea is because I have always grown up eating cultural and ethnic uh, foods, more specifically, because um, I am Sudanese. So we do eat a lot more Sudanese food at home rather than, you know, making the typical like um, burgers or fries or pizza or just like the general foods that, you know, a lot of a lot of other people eat on a daily basis. And so my journey in regards to food always starts with, you know, my ethnic background. How do I make this more healthy? How do I make this less oily? And that brings me back to a point where um, I remember how my mom, I mean, to this day, I mean, I live with my parents now before I move out for next year. 
Um, to this day, my mom on weekends, I wake up to the smell of caramelized onions because that's actually the basis of so many of our ethnic foods. Every single weekend, I kid you not, every single weekend, I wake up to the smell of caramelized onions because that is how she starts off most of our meals, how she starts prepping our meals for the week. And so I've grown up with this idea that you, um, you know, as an individual, you should prepare your foods on the weekends so that you don't have to worry about it on the weekdays because you're going to come back from school, you're going to come back from work, you're going to be super tired, you don't want to cook. And especially Sudanese foods, for many of you that don't know, Sudanese foods can take quite a, quite a, quite some time to make. And so you always want to be free, you don't want to be in a rush to make a lot of the foods. And so I've grown up with this idea that, you know, you cook on the weekends and then you enjoy it on the weekdays. And on the weekdays, you can probably have takeout, you can go out, you know, etc. Um, and so that is like a cultural aspect that really sticks with me. But I think a lot of us just, like I said, a lot of physicians do overlook that when um, telling us, you know, what we should eat or what we shouldn't eat. But another thing is that we also overlook the idea of access. So does this person have access to healthy food? Do they Are they able to drive and go to the nearest King Supers for fresh fruits and vegetables? Do they have a bus pass to, you know, go go to that place to get the free, uh, to get the, um, the healthy foods? Some of us, like we don't realize this, but a lot of people don't have access to this stuff. They don't have um, monetary access to, you know, um, they don't have the monetary um, access to healthy foods. And so we just, it's just so hard because a lot of times people tell you, oh, you're overweight, just start eating less. It's not about eating less. It's about the type of foods. It's, it's about where you come from, um, what your connection is about to that food. And so actually going through the reading by Courtney E. Martin, this other quote really stuck out to me where they stated, we often forget to look at the cultural and institution influences on a person's behavior when it comes to eating and exercise. And that really also stuck out to me because, like I said, your cultural and institutional influences are such a big part of who you are. Because, you know, like I talked about my mom, you know, cooking on the weekends, that's a really big part of my um, behavior and my cooking uh, for now because I know that when I grow up, or like when I move out, I want to cook on the weekends and then have everything ready for the weekdays. And so um, that even brings me back to like my connection with like family dinner. Family dinner is such an important aspect in our household. And it's not like a one, one, it's not something that happens once or twice a week. No, it's an everyday thing where we all have to come down to the dinner table. You know, some uh, we prepare food. Everybody prepares it together. We set the table. We sit down. We eat together. And it's never silent. It's never a silent dinner unless, you know, God forbid something bad is, you know, has happened. But usually we talk about, you know, our day, what we have planned for the future week. And that... I'm not going to say that that gets us to eat more, but that, for some reason, that just changes the way food tastes. And that, I see that a lot in my current behavior. Like, for example, if I, um, like when I was on campus, when I would bring my own lunch, I never used to like to sit alone and eat my lunch alone. I would, I always have to be listening or watching something or, you know, talking with a friend because I just feel this sense of loneliness when I eat alone. And so, 
just like that small part of like who I am that is like the cultural and um, like institutional influence on my behavior and so if that small aspect you know changes my own behavior I wonder what other people's um, cultural and institutional influences are like and how that relates to their current behavior and so I feel like if we all took the time to really analyze this a lot more in regards to our cultural background um, our class our education or even genetics I think we would have a lot more success with you know our obesity rates or um, rates like high rates of cholesterol or heart health and so um, just kind of to like wrap it up Uh, I think I've made this point very clear, but I just kind of want to restate it, is that our foods um, and the food we eat and the type of people we are, it really relates to our background and how we grew up. And so I think it's not only important to look at what we eat on a daily basis, but why we eat it, um, how long it takes to make it, and how much access we have to that food. And so I really do hope that this was informative and that you just learned a little bit about me, the little bit about um, how I think. And I hope you all stay safe um, in the times that we are in. And I will um, see you next time, I guess, then. Have a nice one. Bye-bye.